Yes, but what's going on? It is episode episode three three three. Nah, three three four. Griff's brain dump, and it's me, Griff. Obviously, how you doing? Are you well? Um, it is Sunday, the thirteenth of August. Uh, we are in Edinburgh, man. Still in Edinburgh, and um, I was going back home today. That'd be wonderful. Um, going back home to absolute carnage. Family's fine, uh, but the house. So we've got a flipping leak coming from the roof. Lucky it's not water dripping, but there's definitely water ingress. I mean, this would be stressful for me to deal with if I was actually at home. It's even more stressful to deal with not being there. I mean, I'm not sure what I could physically do different if I was there. But I just hate the idea of being away and something as big as this is is happening in my house. I mean, my mum's there as well, which is good. But oh, just, yeah, man, just shits you up. Um, so yeah, actually don't know the cause of it. Where it is, we've got a flat roof, but also got a bathroom, and it's literally on the wall there. The water's coming, so I've had to say it's the roof to actually get a roof out. The logical thing is to check that it's the roof. Then, if it's not the roof, then we start ripping up bathroom uh, floorboards in the bathroom. <sighs> Just had the bathroom done as well, so it is under warranty. Um, but oh, fuck me. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> uh. But yeah, it is life. This is the this is the downside of being a homeowner, right? So if we we will get it fixed. We will not die. Um, where the cash will come from, it it will come. <laughs> oh golly, he needs this shit in their life, though. But I said, so is life. So is life. Like I said, we will we will be fine. And what's been going on in the world? What has been going on in the world? Um, other than my roof potentially collapsing and having bloody water damage to to wood. God. I need something about. I need something. I can't can't do anything about. Um, Harry Kane. Kane's left. Kane has left. Um, and I was. I was due to talk about it. Well, not as well. I would have spoken about it potentially if I had managed my calendar properly and talked sport. But it's fine. It's fine. Kane left. Had his first game for uh, for Bayern, and all day me and my mate Ash were going, "Look, it'll be so typical. I can't take the memes. If Kane signs on the Friday." Or officially on the Saturday and is able to play and he wins a trophy within 24 hours of leaving Tottenham. Either way, if someone was going to get the banter, he was going to ha- that was going to happen. Or the flip side is that Kane is in a cup final with another team and he doesn't win and everyone's like, eh, it's Spursy. And guess what? They lost. They lost. RB Leipzig have won the DFB. Gold Super Cup for the first time in their history. Winning 3 0. Kane watched from the bench as they're 2 0 down. He came on and a penalty was given, 
and it was Redil. And Kane, with his captain reflex, was stood by the ref, ready to appeal, ready to appeal to penalty. And then he realised that he doesn't speak German. <laughs> so he just stood there thinking, what's going on? Why have I stood there? And uh, I was happy. I was happy he didn't win anything. I couldn't. He can win something later on in the season, but for me, Tottenham has to win something before he does. People say it's a Spurs thing, the curse of Tottenham. I think it's the curse of Harry Kane. Do you know when um, do you mean Harry, um, Harry Kane joined Tottenham's academy? 2009. Do you know the last time Tottenham won a trophy? 2008. Yep, 2008. Uh, so Kane's now left in 2023. So I'm saying Tottenham will win a trophy in 2024. I said, we can win the League Cup, which will mean it's the first trophy we've gone for since Kane left and we win. It will be shown there was the curse of Kane. Not Tottenham. I think Tom's going to be right. Look, you've got to imagine an outcome where it's hard to think, right? Because he's such a main man that Tottenham could be better without him. But or even just as good. Or just different. Just playing a different way. I think Tottenham will be fine. The club will survive. Um, right, what else has gone on in the world? I don't know. Again, I'm in the Edinburgh bubble. I don't know what's going on outside the bubble. When I was going on in my life, um, I was preoccupied with my house. Um, boxing, what's boxing yesterday? Joshua Hellenius. Um, yeah, the, the feed on that was absolutely dreadful. They was clearly getting it from a dodgy internet <laughs> feed because how we know that because here's the thing we're watching it we're in round five then it starts round six and then it freezes and then suddenly we're part way through round seven and it's literally moments before joshua knocks helenius out and everyone's like what the hell just happened there and uh yeah there it was uh, so I paid money. It's what annoyed me the most is that I just bought another pint, thinking I'm in round six and it wasn't really going anywhere. But no, it wasn't in round six. It was in bloody round five. Fuming, absolutely fuming. I mean round seven. Fuming, man. Ah, uh, anyway, 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 anyway. I think you said anything else to talk about? Let's find out. Son's new captain of Tottenham. Um, that's something that I've noticed. Um, uh, let's see, what am I doing? I'm just forgetting how to use the internet. It's because I've got Spurs. Um, put in the search. Right, what's going on? What's going on? Sunday vibes. I watch the England women's game as well. What's that? That's all football. It's all football stuff here in the trending section. Can't be. What? Trending news. What's happening in the news? Anything happening in the news? I don't think anything's happening in the news. Um, do what? Entertainment. Nope. Nothing. Nothing. Jonas Brothers. 
Jonas Brothers are trending. Why? Have they released new music? Yep, they're at the Yankee Stadium. There's nothing happening in the world, is there, that I care about? Alright. Fuck it. Let's go on to some dear dear then. Read this. Um, out of order, my sister's reaction after learning I was pregnant was so cruel, and now we aren't talking. Dear Didge, my sister can't find it in her heart to be happy for me after I announced that I'm pregnant with my second child. Maybe she doesn't have kids and struggled to have kids. Maybe that's what it is. Let's see. I'm 29, she is 33. We used to be so close while growing up, but over the years, she's become very critical of me and my parenting. My new partner I are expecting, but when we announced the good news, my sister didn't even congratulate me. Instead, she said, you can't even look after your first child. Golly, fuck you then. I was so hurt by her comment. I've had my first child at a young age, and admittedly, I've made some mistakes. Her father was very abusive, and I had to move into a woman's refuge to break away from him. Subsequently, my sister has helped me raise my daughter, and they're very close. Um, she's not keen on my new partner either. Instead of trying to get to know him, she's written him off. Because she says I have bad taste in men. I'm so angry with her. How is it that everyone else is supportive and can see how happy I am, but she can't? She reckons everyone's telling me what I want to hear and prides herself on being the only voice of reason. Everything is awkward, especially now. Uh, she has refused her, uh, her invitation to her baby shower. Golly. I want to move forward with my life, but her hurtful comments overshadow my excitement and keep making me doubt myself. What if I'm making a big mistake? I've only been with my partner for 18 months. Perhaps I am a bad mum. Yeah, here's the thing. I think your sister is right in both ways. In the sense of she might actually be the only one telling you the truth. But here's the thing. You're already pregnant and you're going to have this kid now. There's no point her telling you this. Unless you're literally going to get a termination. Unless you've hinted at that. Or, or unless she's suggesting that. Which I doubt she is. So that was what makes it a dick move. From her. It's cool that she's being honest with you, but she's been a dick. Um, but heed her warning, you know. Heed her warning. Um, what's what's your partner doing to try and endear himself to your sister? What's his attitude? Is he just is he allowing her to say these things and he's you know he's stirring the pot? Because a good guy would be like look. And it sounds, it sounds like, you know, simpish. But that's how I'd be if someone's family member didn't like me. Like, if no other family member really didn't like me, um, I wouldn't be suggesting, you know, that family member go fuck themselves. So I'd be like, okay, well, don't let that ruin your relationship. You know, I'd always take the high ground. So then when people talk to either of us, they're like, yeah, it's really, it's really the other one has a problem. I mean, Darren's so safe. <laughs> that's hard be anyway um right let's see what else what else is going on uh do what oh. right uh let's go dear deirdre i still live with my ex-fiance i fear he will find out about my affair with his brother golly Dear Deirdre, my ex-fiancé and I live together, but when he finds out I'm having an affair with his brother, he will go ballistic. We split a year ago because I no longer felt attracted to him. 
uh, what we have managed to maintain a good friendship. Well, you haven't, have you? You haven't. Because you don't shag your mate's siblings. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not a good thing to do. You should only bang your mate's sibling if you're actually in love with them. Boys, it's us. I remember joking about this with, with friends and their sisters. So we always we always spoke about it. everyone in the conversation had uh, a sister. And we were saying, oh, like, how would you react to your mate getting with them? Some of them like, look, I would just completely detach myself from it. I'd be like, this is your guy's mess. Don't talk to me about it. Don't want to hear about it. And if it fucks up, go cry to someone else. You're both adults. That that was one of their approaches. Um, but the general thing was, you're a dick if you are trying to just have sex with my sister, like on a night out. But then it's a thing of, uh, like if you know, you kind of have snuck behind my back. You've been seeing each other for a couple of months, and you, there's genuine, like big feedings there and then you bring it to me it's like well it is what it is now again I don't want to hear about you guys slagging each other off <laughs> but I'm happy for you life is short so unless you are going to either reveal to your ex-fiance that you're smashing his brother in this kind of way of, I've fallen in love with him. I don't think that's going to be received very well. He's just smashing his brother just for the fun of it. You're a dick. Dick move. Yeah, go. Even though he's brought back several dates and had noisy sex with them, I suspect to make me jealous, we have remained on good terms. That is mad. You're, you're both moving mad. This is why I couldn't live with an ex. Because I would find that rude. As in me doing the sex, I would find that rude. I'm 26, my ex is 31, his brother's 29. I moved south to be with my boyfriend, but it didn't work out. I'm a very laid-back person where he is uptight. I mean, hence why you're living with him while he's smashing other chicks. Over time, over time, it really started to grate on me and I fell out of love with him. I found myself looking uh, forward to seeing his younger brother who was always camped out at ours. He's fun, spontaneous, and doesn't feel the need to constantly fold everything in sight into tidy piles. <laughs> I think my ex picked up on the tension between us and even joked that I was with the wrong brother. It was so uncomfortable as he looked so hurt. One night while my ex was at work, his brother and I shared a passionate kiss and I knew that I had to end my engagement. Oh, shit. After our kiss, we avoided each other for weeks and I missed him so much it physically hurt. So I called him and we met in a pub out of town. He admitted he had feelings for me ever since he had met, uh, uh, ever since we had met, but said his brother could never find out about us. That night, we went back to his and had the warmest, most passionate sex I've ever known. Now he comes around whenever his brother is away and I stay at his flat. I would have moved back to my family if it weren't for his brother, Jesus. I'm head over heels and we've fallen deeply in love, but we're worried about my ex and haven't told his family because I don't want to hurt them. Right, you're less of a dick. You're less of a dick. You I mean you're here now? 
you're in love with him he's in love with you it seems like you two are actually way more suited than his brother which i imagine is a high risk thing anyway right because siblings tend to be a bit similar but a bit different so you will meet someone you think he's everything i want well 90 percent and then you meet a sibling and they're like well they're 95 percent of what i want you know what I mean? He doesn't do the annoying things that he does, but he does these things that I wish he did. You know what I mean? Like, imagine, imagine that must have all the time that like you get with, like, two sisters. You meet a sister, one of the girls, and she's... The one you... Like, is really pretty, but she's not domesticated at all, and she's shit with money. And then you talk to her, and she's like, oh, yeah, my, my sister... And she might be like near your age. She's like, oh, yeah, she's just like, she's the golden child. And you say, like, okay, well, why is she the golden? She's a lawyer. So you like, okay, money's good. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's annoying because like she could have been, she was like a chef when she was younger. So, oh, she can cook. Okay, cool. And you think she's going to be butters though, so it's fine. Has she got a boyfriend? Uh, no, no, she doesn't have a boyfriend. She doesn't have time for a guy. And then when you start talking to her, it's just like, mm, I see why she thinks she's a bit of a dick. And then you, you talk to her one-on-one, it's like, she's not a dick, actually. She's, she's got a really dry sense of humour. She's really funny. And then she's actually, you know, she's really cool. And then, oh, shit, she's fit. And oh, no, I like her. <laughs> oh, no, I'm with the wrong sister. I've, and that happens, must have with friends as well. Like, people been friends with some for a long time. I'm really fortunate that's never happened. I've met girlfriend's friends and thought oh my god fit i haven't got the fittest one uh but then when it came to personality i'm like fucking out irritated <laughs> so it's like yeah it's fine when it comes to total all-round package I've, I've got the best one in that group um so yeah so that must say so, but it must be a risk because they're kind of similar but they're different so yeah, um, I think that you do, um, you move out first. That's what you need to do. Move out first, then tell your ex. Because um, although you might say, oh, what if he's cool with it, then he's moved out for no reason. But I say you move out first. Um, oh, you make that part of the moving out process. So you go, I've, I'm about to sign a new tenancy with someone. Um, this is why. I'm leaving. I'll see you around, though, at family dinners, because I'm banging your brother. You know, that's what, that's how it should be. Um, yeah, but life is short, and you should hold on to love and that. I'm just trying to think, if I'm the second brother... I don't think I can bang someone who's been banging my brother. But in a relationship, I can't. I know someone who's done it. It's actually a twin. That's funny as well, isn't it? Identical twin. Uh, and his brother's married to his ex. Well, not ex, not ex-wife. Ex-girlfriend. Kids and all sorts. Again, it's that thing of, yeah, you're similar, but you're just a bit different. So, yeah. Uh, right. Ooh, 
Let's see what's happened here. So confused. Lover has passionate sex with me, but won't let me call her my girlfriend. Okay, probably because she's married. And dear, 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 the woman I like blows hot and cold. One minute she's into me, then the next she friend zones me. We've been dating on and off for a year. She's 27, I'm 28. She's really affectionate when it's just us. The other day, we had the most passionate sex, but the next day, she said she needed space. Whenever I refer to her as my girlfriend, she butts in and says we're friends. But friends don't sleep with each other. I'm so confused. Bro. Bro. Bruh. This is what you need to do. You need to start getting with other women. Don't just dump her. Just start getting with other women. It will lower your feelings for her. You've only got a maximum capacity of feelings to hand out. So you just... You know, you might focus all of your love on her. And then you'll just enjoy the sweet, sweet, passionate sex. You won't get your feelings hurt. <laughs> That's solid advice. Um... Who else there is? How long have I been talking for? Probably like 20 minutes, isn't it? Yeah, 20 minutes, exactly 20 minutes. Um, right, we'll do one more dear, dear dream. And then I'm out of here. I'm out of here trying to do life admin from bloody Scotland where they don't have any phone reception. I just realised I had three missed calls from an unknown number. When I should have been doing the interview with TalkSport, which means that was blatantly TalkSport calling me and I didn't see any of those calls. They just don't have fucking phone reception. So I'm worried that the person calling to look at our roof is probably called and I can't see it. <clears throat> anyway, one more, one more. Um... Let's see, let's fire it. So, what? Let's, right, let's go with this one. School stress. The boy I'm stuck next to in class is making my life a living hell. Dear Deirdre, the boy I'm stuck next to in class is making my life a hell, but I'm too scared to ask my teacher to move, to move me. What do you mean? You just ask the teacher away from the kid. Well, honestly, could you move me? Have I not make a scene? Like, could you make it look like it's your decision? Simple. So simple. You don't have to put your hand up in the class in front of the guy and be like, oh, move me. He's rude and annoying and it's impossible to do my work. I'm 14 and my teacher says where everyone has to sit. But this boy, who's also 14, talks all the time, makes stupid jokes and messes around with his mates, laughing and passing notes around. You're a girl, aren't you? I think you're a girl. I can't concentrate and when I say anything to him, he calls me a teacher's pet and mimics me. It's making me not want to come to school. What should I do? Jesus Christ, you're shit. <laughs> is this how bad kids are at managing their issues I mean they're a child I get it well just ask to move I guess the issue is actually one thing I've ignored yeah you can move that means that means you have to sit where someone else is sat and they would have to move next to him um just ask, ask teacher to rejig the classroom man But um, I think like, they really empathise. When I was back at school, I mean, I was probably the one talking and doing stupid things. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, I just remember some of the stupid things I was doing at school. Yeah, I was proper annoyed. And then when me and this girl called Sarah sat next to each other, she was proper annoying as well. And we annoyed the shit out of each other. 
sat next to each other. It was like this weird, um, it was weird flirting. It wasn't flirting, but it was like we enjoyed annoying each other. Um, there was like, oh, it wasn't from my half anyway. I don't think from hers. I don't think there was any kind of sexual tension at all. I think it was just like we liked each other. Um, so maybe when we got separated, we both kind of had to like, oh, <laughs> like we'd be moaning about each other for for a whole time, and then we got separated. It was like, oh, oh, I kind of used to, you know, rev myself up for that for the angst of sitting next to her and just having to deal with her shit for the whole class, <laughs> just talking in my ear and me talking to hers and each calling each other names. Like we call each other names until the other person started laughing. Fun times. So yeah, I'm probably the worst person to um, to give advice on this because I was the annoying kid you're talking to. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, dear. But yeah, just if you had asked straight in front of me, I wouldn't care. Like, what's the boy gonna care? Yeah, just say that. I'll miss. I'll. I'll sit anywhere, man. Just not next to this guy. So annoying. I can't concentrate. That's it. Um, yeah. Just snitch. You have to snitch in front of everyone, though. That's what you got to learn to do as a, as a kid. When you come older, you learn to snitch, but you snitch in a, you know, a dignified way. That's what you need to do. All right. Anyway, that's the end of the pod. Um... I'll try to learn more about the world. You know, uh, I've lost track of time. I don't know if that that Montgomery boat fight was <laughs> was this week or last week with Aquaman. Um, that was fun, but yeah, I haven't got anything. Yeah, I've got nothing to say. I've got nothing to say. People. I'm just in the Edinburgh bubble. I'm enjoying it. It's been fun. Um, and I just need to let go of missing the talk sport interview. <laughs> anyway, baby, that's it. Please.